Grandpa's was a man of respect. Had to sweat just to cash checks. Working from sunrise to set. Every day get challenged. No trades. first. That way, if Ken has to take off before we get there, he can take off and it'll be good. Welcome to the Mistakes Were Made podcast. My name, as always, is Rudy. With um, us I'm today, Al. Yeah, that's Al. Uh, with us today is a local <laughs> player to my meta who is apparently uh, going to move to Al's meta, uh, Ken, uh, who has a last name, but we're not saying last names anymore. That's fine. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to... I don't know how much you want to edit, Rudy, but we're going to start by talking about gremlins. Rudy? Oh, did we just lose Rudy immediately? <laughs> I think we did, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, he, I think he's back. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect timing. I was like, so Rudy, we're going to... No, he's gone. No, he's right. gone. He can't no, hear himself. God. I was just gone. Uh, so right. today we're going to go ahead and talk to you, because uh, one, one thing that... Sorry, I'm jumping right back in. Is that cool? Should I just jump right yeah. back in? Yeah. Uh, one thing that Alan and I have talked about several times. Uh, Alan has owned and has never played uh, the Somer for a long time. Oh. And uh, I recently got into Ophelia, so we're both closet gremlin players. Uh, and yeah. Ken, Ken was actually... Well, we, we, we had a guy in Detroit, Miles who uh, was a big gremlin player. He played uh, Ophelia and Somer and Brewmaster. Uh, so we, we, we had a gremlin player. And then we also had Mark, who was playing uh, Brewmaster and Ulix and Somer. So we, we've always had a gremlin player. We just never felt any drive or need to fill that niche because we already had it and, and gremlins. Uh, <laughs> but we... But now we both have a Gremlin Master, and I, after having played them, am looking to go deeper into the Gremlin faction because they were just a ton of fun. Uh, and so we brought on Ken because Ken is my, our, my local Gremlin player, and I had a really good time playing uh, in a doubles game with him, and so that was I asked fun. him to come on. Yeah, that was a fun doubles game. I mean, there there were a few errors some mistakes. We make some mistakes, uh, but that's the, uh, that's the, the nature. The yeah. 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 <laughs> Quite a fun game. Yeah, you were playing Ophelia um, and most of the kin, and I had Summer, um, Lenny, and I think a Slop Poller, some Pigs, and some Bayou, Bayou Gremlins. And we were playing we were playing Vix and Von Schill, right? Yep. Yeah. The, all of the hired. Yes. Yep. The swords and the guns. Um, and it was such like the the conditions were not perfect for a doubles game. It was super loud. We we spent at least maybe forty five minutes, half an hour, forty five minutes, just going. Wait, is it their turn? Is it our turn? I don't know if it's. I mean, we yeah. passed them. Have they taken? That, that got very confusing, and yeah. I and I feel like. We, when we were prepping and figuring out like what each of us was going to do, we kept like finding these cool things that we wanted to try, and then like neither of us really like took credit for like who was going to take them. Like, um, like I wanted. We were talking about quality mash liquor, the upgrade yeah. for the leader, and talking about how great it would be to take it, and neither of us took it. 
Yep. So, <laughs> um, usually so I did take it with uh, Brewmaster last night, but we'll get there. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, but what was so? Um, what was the strategy for that game? I don't. It was two weeks ago now. It was. It was. Oh, Headhunter. Headhunter, right? Yeah, it was Headhunter. Because it wasn't anything where it was positionally based. It was we had to kill people, and I was like, "Oh, good, we're playing Headhunter versus the Vickies. This is gonna be yep. fantastic, just great." <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, was playing like Raimi, so I had to know when to snipe people to soften them up and not kill them, or you know. You know, give them the head for uh, Victoria of Blood, but then we don't have to deal with Victoria of Blood. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and I brought um, I brought some pigs to like pig ladder to just like ladder things up, but then they uh, in the middle of the table they dropped a um, the free corpse trapper right in the middle, and yeah. we just didn't want to move out until we could get him. Well, the um, funny thing is, is, it totally locked us into this little building. Yes. Do anything. So we were fighting against this this trapper who was just out in the middle of nowhere, just sort of picking off shots where we could, until finally they he fi- he finally died to Raimi, who is the best sniper in the game, by the way. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and by that time they had sort of surrounded us around the building, so we're just sitting there doing holdout tactics for the whole game. They just totally yeah. swept around, and they didn't make us come out. So we, they were always shooting into, but we had. Uh, encouragement, which meant we were always at a positive twist hit, which meant we didn't have to worry about cover. It was, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of an interesting scenario. Yeah. Working out. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we kept changing around. Like we, what did we want to do? Um, we were talking about launching Francois, like this, like Francois death missile that we had everything lined up for. Um, Lenny was gonna toss him up the field. Uh, possibility. And then Ophelia was going to further launch him up with a with rocket. rocket. Yeah, and um, the turn before that happened, something really horrible happened, and I think um, it was that building, a- the building that we were all hiding out in, um, Von Schill decided to come visit. Um, he charged through and started like stabbing people through a window. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the worst part, though, was uh, when the shirt came off. Oh, um, my God, yeah. I mean... You had a perfect hand for Francois, and the, we just needed Ophelia to send him up. And so I think we had maybe seven models taking horror duels. Yeah, it was and, kind of ridiculous like that. Yep, and of course Ophelia flips a black Joker, so she can't do it this turn. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even. <laughs> So I, I made it so Francois got to do it, and so I just basically used Francois and all of his wounds to charge Von Schill and and destroy him because he ruined my plan. New plan. Yes, uh, that was the, that was the watch cry for the game. Every time something went wrong, or every time something some new development happened, we would turn to each other and go, "New plan, new plan." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's really, I think, I think that might be what made me fall in love with the Gremlins is that they they had a lot of weird. Things that you didn't really know that you want to be able to do, but then that moment where you need them, you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be perfect." Yeah, it's yeah, it's they can do so many things like so well. Um, I mean, even like a three soulstone Bayou Gremlin can be so good. Um, I mean, with Bayou two card, yeah, like you don't want to take any precious cards out of your hand, so it's just like, well, he's not hitting like great, so yeah, let's Bayou two card and. It's just like 
when it works, it's a game changer. Like yeah. when you realize that you can cheat with not taking things out of your control hand. Um, yeah. Well, realistically, like especially for for like healing flips when you're doing. Uh, say Somer summoning and Somer does get your bro and then they each get to take a healing flip because you use a slot hauler. It's like, all right, I flip. I got a three. All right, can't get worse than a three. Now can I flip again? Oh, I got a moderate. I'll heal two and be up to full health. Yeah, um, it's really great. <laughs> uh, and also, oh my god, when we when we sort of branch out into the into the gremlins in general, I have some things that I was reading about last night. I bought the Wave Two deck just because it was there. It wasn't there last week. Oh, no, good, good. But I was able to get the Wave 2 deck, and I was reading through some stuff. I got to play with Maris. Oh, that was fun. But um, just the idea that, like, you can give them the positive twist to attacks. You can bake in suits so that they're not doing dumb luck and killing themselves. If you know you're going to be able to drop the heals on them, they can take them in Reckless and, and drop extra shots, extra focuses, whatever you want to do. Um, they're surprisingly agile. Yeah, they're very fast. Like, there's very few of them that have like a walk less than five, you know, less than five or some, or six. Yeah. You know, like, um, and even 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 the slower models, um, they can either go reckless for that extra move. You can toss them up with Lenny. You can toss them with Ophelia. Yeah. You can launch them with the Pigapult. Very fast. It was actually weird to be playing Apprentice Wesley last night, who didn't have either reckless or like something. He didn't have it. He didn't have any of the of the normal Gremlin yeah. tricks. Yeah. So it was it was sort of odd that he was just a dude with, you know, a poison attack and um, uh, the oh, magical extension. Yeah. And that's sort of his thing. Yeah, magical but he's, extension. But he's a three-stone uh, minion totem, so he can still play scheme markers and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And if, I mean, if the, you know, if worse comes to worse and Brewmaster dies and Wesley's close enough to him, Within he, six inches, come, yeah. Yeah, he just comes back. Yeah, which is really good. It didn't even happen. I didn't. Even, you'd like Brewmaster almost died. But even so even yeah. the threat of it is just yeah, really yeah, crazy. I remember playing against that when Miles was doing it, and it was always like, uh, how so do I do this? You have to kill Wesley first, and then yeah, exactly. Except well, like, that in I, drinking contest up, you can't kill Wesley first because you're too busy drinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, really okay, fun. so let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk gremlins from a from a sort of broad perspective. I, th I think that this is the interesting thing for me, is that I always look at a per I always look at a faction and I try and find the two or three masters that I want to sort of cover all my bases for schemes and strategies. Um, and so when I'm looking at it, I'm seeing you know brewmaster being really good at things like guard the stash and turf war and maybe. Um, Extraction and Ophelia being good for things like uh, Headhunter. Uh, oh, what's that one from from the first wave? Reckoning. Uh, reckoning. Reckoning. Yeah, reckoning's yeah. good. Though, though they're pretty easy to kill actually. Uh, but reckoning's good because they can put out a lot of damage. Yeah. And uh, and those kind of things. And then it's like. The interesting ones for me have always been how do I do Reconnoiter, how do I do Interference, and how do I do Squatter's Rights. Those have always been my problem, probably because I don't love Summoning Masters. Yeah. Um, Summer is really good at that kind of stuff. I mean, he's good at Summoning. Like, just... I, I don't know. I feel like 
Summer can do almost any strat. Um, because you can do support summer for things like reckoning, where you just like run like a really nice gun line, and he's handing out, you know, he's handing out suits to people, or he's just like running around with Lenny with the built-in thinking luck trigger and doing these like massive blast attacks. Like sometimes, I mean, you can just you can throw in a Bayou Gremlin into combat and just shoot into the randomized, you know, shoot into a randomized combat. Like, oh no, I got my Bayou Gremlin. Well. I'm he's gonna, gonna like, he'll flip for defense. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. got a he got a ten. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. buy a two card that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yeah, and you're just like putting in putting through like these like big blast damages. And uh, I don't know. He's just really nice. He can do anything. I feel like. I know you're like um, you're really onto Ophelia, but. I, no, I'm. I really I'm, like Summer. The more I read about him, like I, I remember I talked to Mark about him because Mark played him in a way that nobody else ever talked about. Everyone always talks about the Get Your Bro or the or the um, or the buffing kind, but what he always did was he used him as a midfield bully. So like he had some kin and some uh, bayous in the backfield, just not even doing reckless or anything, just sort of running around doing schemes and stuff. But Somer was sort of moving forward, moving up, using skeeters and. Um, and his own uh, do it like this mm-hmm. to just drop thinking luck onto himself and just blast everything. Like he was just running around killing all the stuff. And I was looking into that. I was like, you know, if you put if you put encouragement on, say, Sammy Lacroix, and then have them run around together, then Somer can give himself thinking luck, and she can give him encouragement. So he's Got thinking luck built in, and he's at the positive twist to attacks, and all duels, and and, and incurred by that action. So manipulatives or terrifyings, not damage slips, mind you. That is uh, one of the mistakes that we made. Yep, that was a mistake. (laughs) I apologize for that. It didn't really end up mattering that much. Um, But uh, he he can he can pump out a lot of damage that way. And if you really need to drop the blast templates, like if there's a really nice you know pile of rats or you know a bunch of Freshly summoned three spiders that still only have two wounds. You can drop uh, blast templates on them and kill them all into scrap real quick if you just focus and shoot or double focus and shoot yeah. and drop in an extreme or severe. Uh, so Somer actually is looking really, really interesting to me now. Yeah, I think um, he's probably my most played master. Um, I, I My Malifaux career has been kind of weird. I started um, a couple of years ago, but I don't think I've played all that much at all until the first season of uh, the Weird Place Vassal League, and I took Summer, I think, every time except for one time, and it just, like, I don't know, he can do so many things, Skeeters are fun, um, the Pigapult is ridiculous with him <laughs> and Lenny, when you can use Do It Like This uh, and drop the Tome for Lenny's huh, It Survived trigger, on his whack with a piglet, and you just you just shoot at the pigapult, and it takes damage. But you're just like generating two piglets for free, and then you use bacon load, and it heals itself up. So it's like a really cheap way to do that. See, that was the thing that that really blew my mind with pigapult because I remember when we were playing Alan, you and I were playing with Miles, is he kept trying to find ways to make 
pigs and or explosive piglets and the pigapult work really, really well. And it's like, well, I can use a taxidermist, but then the taxidermist has to summon, and then I have to use Somer to try and explode uh, bayou gremlins so that there are corpses around, and, you know, like all these things just to make sure that there are corpses that turn into stuffed pigs that turn into damage, you know, and there's this other seemingly very easy way to take care of that this whole time. And a lot of people, I I know a lot of people don't uh, know this or they're mistaken, Um, at the beginning of the turn for bacon load, you only have to sacrifice one piglet or stuffed pig, and you can fire three times if you you go reckless with it. I feel like some people think they have to do that every single time it shoots, but that's not every AP. No, yeah, you do it one time. Good to know. Yeah. Are you gonna borrow the pigapult when you go to play summer? Oh, I have it. I don't know. No, I was talking about probably not. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) From Miles. No, I don't know. Probably not. A lot of his uh, gremlins are getting painted up. Yeah, that's good. I haven't uh, text messages. I haven't got to play with him in a while, so never really talked to him about it. Hmm. <laughs> We're both kind of busy, so. Well, I mean, grad school. Yeah. <laughs> He's in grad school. I'm working. All so. the time. Literally. Yeah, all the time. but no, it's uh, yeah, I'm waiting until after the Michigan Open. We should probably talk about that. The 25th of April, if you're in Michigan and want to play in a big tournament at Flatland Games, look it up on Facebook or something. It looks like it's going to be huge. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. I haven't really talked to anybody about it recently, but yeah. Should it is fun. a it is a uh, no qualifier, right? Yep. Yeah, so you get the pass in there if you go up there and win. You should probably just win it. Alan. That way you have a reason to go to Nova. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good excuse for me to go to Nova. It's like, oh, but I won this free thing, so i got to go. I have to go. I won. I'm... Yeah, that's required. required to. Well, are they going to pay for the ticket? No, I've got to pay for the ticket, but they're going to pay for my <laughs> entrance into the my, tournament. <laughs> it's, like, it's like probably like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, it's twenty whole dollars. <laughs> I don't have to spend to go to. I think you get. A, I think you get a conference pass too. So I think. You oh, get okay. That's cool. Yeah. But back to Gremlins because I'm not going to play Gremlins in that. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Just, just change it up and play, like, one game of summer and then play it. Uh, so Could some dirty fun. things that I was looking at while I was playing through last night. Um, yeah. Sammy Lacroix has an ability that lets you, when when you draw a card, you can discard. When when a when a other model draws a card, you may discard a card to draw a card. Yeah, once per turn. Oh, is it only once per turn? I think it's only once per turn. Let, me, let me look. I've got my card I don't think here. that's true because I was looking... I mean, maybe I didn't read all the way to the end of the line. That's one of those ones I haven't looked at since the beta. I remember when she first came out and I was like, wow, this model's really broken. Yeah, she's nasty. Uh, I don't know how she is yeah, now. Yeah, once per turn, when another model within six inches draws a card, this model may discard a card to draw. Oh, uh, okay, that's not nearly as bad. Because I'm looking at like, oh, when you know, when Maris. Yeah, it makes you cycle through card, like a three cards. Let you draw three cards and then discard a card, or and then put three cards on top of your deck in any order. So it's like you draw three cards, you draw a fourth card, you discard a card, and then you put cards on top of your deck in any order. So like, 
you can cycle through an additional card. And then, you know, with uh, Survival of the Fittest, getting to draw an extra two cards every time you draw two cards to discard two cards and, and cycle, like draw four, discard two, basically. But if that doesn't work, then never mind. Not so dirty. Less dirty. <laughs> Not quite as filthy, yeah. Not even in the filth category. So I what mean, stuff were you doing with Brewmaster, though, yesterday? Uh, okay, so I was playing against Monty, who's one of our new guys. Who's playing? I I, yeah, I played against him last week. He's 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 been in the game for a month. He's got like three Arcanist Masters, three Guild Masters, and a couple of. Like, he's <laughs> he, he he's gone deep. He's already rolling deep. Uh, hold on one second. Let me pull up the document. Uh, I played as Brewmaster, of course, and he played as uh, Marcus. We were doing guard this dash. Uh, I ended up choosing Plant Explosives because I brought Maris and uh, and Protect Territory because I brought Maris. <laughs> Two very good things to take with Maris. And because of Brewmaster. I mean, if, if you've got a scheme marker and Brewie's protecting it and he's got drinking contest up, they're like, I'm going to go ahead and interact to get rid of that. Are you? Are you really? <laughs> um, so uh, I brought... Yeah, I brought those two. I brought um, Raimi with Dirty Cheater. I brought Maris with Dirty Cheater, which ended up being kind of a poor choice. I didn't realize how few cards she really flips. Uh, um, and then I brought a Moon Shinobi, and I brought uh, the oh, who else? A, a two slop haulers, which I think you're right. Can't, I was trying to do two flanks, like I was going to swoop around and, and put, you know a slot puller within healing range of each of the tokens. I ended up not needing it. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, I think uh, Brewmaster had... Oh, man. It's all coming back to me. Hold on a second. I'm pulling out my, I'm pulling out my crew list that I sorted up and put it on YouTube or on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was looking at yesterday. <clears throat> uh, why does my phone do that? Rob Brewmaster with Binge. Uh, which is the one that gives him the pick your poison ability, which was awesome. I think I only used it once, but I tried to use it again with Wesley, but he was casting four instead of casting seven. I brought Drinking Problem, which says try chi members within six inches. When they heal, they get to double the amount they heal. That is a great upgrade. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Especially I with the Moon Shinobi. <laughs> yeah. I brought Quality Mash Liquor that gives him the ability to give, to just give people a swig, which gives them a one, two, three heal flip. Uh, Apprentice Wesley, Maris with Dirty Cheater, uh, Moon Shinobi, a Performer, uh, Raimi Lacroix with Dirty Cheater, uh, and then two Slap Hollers. Okay. And uh, the Performer did her job well. She kept she pulled my people into better positions and their people out of engagement so that I could shoot in with Raimi. Uh, Maris did her job really well until she got tied up by uh, a Kojo and a... Dawn Serpent, and they both have Melee 7, and she's Defense 5. So it's like, uh, yeah, that's not happening. Uh, but she did drop off enough Scheme Markers to get uh, two points worth of Plant Explosives and most of my points for Protect Territory. I did drop one extra for Plant Territory because Kojo comes in. Do you know, have you read Kojo's card? I played, when I played against Monty last week, he did this to me when I was doing... Uh, when I was doing Protect Territory, the whole 
Yeah, get rid of all of these. Well, the first thing he did was, like, like end of the, end of the turn, Miranda swoops over and goes, okay, end of turn, you guys are all activated? Great. All right, Miranda's going to move. She's going to turn into Kojo. I was like, is she going to turn into Kojo, or is she going to take a drink? And he's like, 12. Uh, he's gonna, she's going to turn into Kojo. <laughs> Kojo activates. Kojo's like, I'm going to go ahead and use my root sign language and push everybody away. I was like, do I get to challenge that? He's like, nope. Everybody within three inches pushes three inches. Like, I'm <laughs> so uh, he did his test. He decided not to take a drink. He did decide to do the root sign language. Pushed Brewery off of the marker, so I lost the strategy for that turn. Next turn, he wanders around, pisses on all my ski markers. I was like, yes, move into the ski markers. I'm going to explode you. And then he, he used, uh, I think it literally was called Mark Territory. Yeah, and that's what it's called. Uh, peed all over my ski markers and got rid of them. So I couldn't do that, and I had to sort of scramble to get ski markers down for plant explosives. I would have had it. And then I was like, I'm just being patient. I could get two right now, or I can get three at the end of turn. Then Kojo walks around. I'm like, yes, this is the turn. I'm going to get plant explosives. Peace on everything. I'm like, okay, I'm not getting plant explosives. This turn. Come on. <laughs> uh, so he, he did a really good job of sort of inadvertently denying me so many points, uh, and we ended up 9-7. But the, the crazy thing was I kept using 8 uh, with, with Wesley to give my Moon Shinobi a hangover using Magical Extension. Which means every time they're they're in any duel, they're at a negative twist. Yeah. Where are you talking about the you're talking about the swill condition, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which stacks too, so you can yeah, you can totally <laughs> double, but it's a little unnecessary because all their stats are relatively low. But it's okay. Right. Um. But well, at one point in time, I I was winning a du- a melee duel against his uh, Horcat Pride. And he's like, uh, I'm like, okay, so that's a single negative that turns into a single positive. He goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you at? I'm like, I think I'm at a 17. He's like, okay, so I need to get to a 6. I will cheat in this one from my hand. That will put me at a 6, and that puts you at a positive twist, which puts me at a negative twist. And I was like, okay, I'll cheat down and tie. I'm at a double negative twist, which yeah. turns into a double positive twist. <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he did severe damage basically every turn. Yeah, they're nasty. They're they've got a really nice um they're uh I can't remember what the attack is, but it's the shorter range one, the one inch. Yeah, yeah. Uh tiny tiny drunken green fists or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um really great attack. The the melee four two round two round kick can be really good if you can drop slop holler stuff on people. Like, I could see that being good if a slop hauler reduces someone to four defense and then you hit them with hangover so that they're at a negative twist to all duels. Um, you could definitely use that for, for more damage and cooler triggers. But with the drunken tiny drunken fists, you're getting potentially dropping poison on them, you're doing one, two, four damage, you're almost always at a straight flip. I, I can't wait to use it against Rezzers because once they start pulling in, you know, I think I think that's what something that happened to you while we were in Detroit, Alan, where yeah, you, I, were, you were bringing Toshiro versus them, and it was not good. I don't <laughs> know if I actually brought him or if I just realized it ahead of time. I was, like, playing Yan Lo, and I knew I was playing Yan Lo, and I was like, I really don't want to bring Yin or Toshiro because that's awful. <laughs> Double hard to wound versus moon. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> the only problem I see with Moon Shinobi is that their their diminishing returns is probably pretty bad because you have to spend an AP to get or an eight. Like either you're spending an eight on Wesley, which you can do once a turn, 
or you're spending a five and one of Brewmaster's APs to give multiple Moon Shinobi's hangover. Yeah. So it's like you're you're losing out on a lot of opportunity costs just by making these pretty mediocre minions good. Um, but if that's what you need, like this this one Moon Shinobi held his own against a Horcat Pride and a Sillerid for like the entire game. And a Mole Man. I think he killed everything but the Sillerid, and it was just him over there punching shit. Like he was amazing. He he really did earn his six points. Um, but you're right. I don't think he would be very good in any crew except this one because the thing that makes him good is Swill. Yeah. I mean, you can also, I mean, throw them at bigger targets, too, that maybe, you know, you wouldn't normally have, like, the best advantage, but they're turning that into, you know, they're turning the disadvantage into an advantage, into an advantage like you said, with the resers. Like, yeah. But... I don't know. The uh, I think one I really like their uh, five inch push that they get when they take poison damage. Oh yeah, yeah, that's they the stuff. So far, yeah. And also their uh, drunken stumbling, stumble on drunk, mm-hmm. is an amazing trigger because it's a resolve trigger. So if they survive, they're pushing out. They're yeah. so hard to charge. And with a scheme like uh, turf war or uh, guardless dash. It's like, I'm going to charge you with my cat. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and push my three inches out of your one-inch range, but still definitely still be within two inches of this marker. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's in any direction. Oh, it's just brilliant. As Ross from uh, Breach Boys would say, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And it's about gremlins, too, so they'll probably appreciate this as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh... Speaking of Ross and the Breach Boys, what, how do you feel about Ulix? I I have never used Ulix, but I've played against him, and I got rocked. Um, he has so many tricks that he can do, um, really easily summoning of piglets. He's almost impossible to take down when he's near another pig. Um, I... I can't wait till his kit comes out because I'm gonna absolutely play him. Um, I'm not I'm not a big like modeler, so like I don't have proxies for anything. But um, I mean, he's very good. A lot of the upgrades that you can take are kind of ridiculous. Um, like in the in the po- in the most recent Breach Boys podcast, they were talking about um, one of my favorite things uh, is putting corn husks on um, old major. And then, like, you can fling piglets around with the pigapult and uh, corn husks. So um, any piglet um, that is within line of sight of old major or whatever um, pig or master that you put it on, uh, they can take interact actions as zero actions. So you can throw a pig across the table, and so long as you can see height three old major, you can drop a scheme marker. Wow. After... kind of ridiculous. After they, once you once you're thrown by a pigapult, you can't take your connect into that turn. Well, you're you're paralyzed. Oh, okay. But um, you and when you're paralyzed, um, I may be wrong about this. You don't generate any AP, but can you still zero action? No, you don't need to generate your zero action as well. Gotcha. But if you if you have ways of getting rid of paralyzed, or if they survive the round, like if you do those as your last action, you can activate each of them in turn and then activate them first on the next turn. 
Gotcha. Okay. I mean, you could even do that with like if you had Lenny and uh, and uh, something. I don't know something that let him do his pig whack, and then started yeah. throwing those summon pigs out. Then they both get to be tossed as well as lose their can't interact on the first turn, and then they all get to act, act up the next turn. That sounds pretty cool. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he plays. He looks to play a lot like masters that I like. For instance, C. Hoffman. Like he looks like the gremlin answer to C. Hoffman. Yes. Yeah. He. Um, it's not. I think with Hoffman, um, your your activation order matters a lot. Yeah. Um, with like the whole power loop thing, but Ulix, a lot of his stuff, it's more positional. It matters like where he's activating or where old major activates to give those like. Uh, those positive twists to attack when, like, pigs activate around him. Um, yeah, and, I mean, there's the whole, the shot in the rear, a lot of people don't <laughs> particularly care for, um, <laughs> that allows a, essentially, you look, uh, You can give one AP to give someone else a pig charge. Yes, and if that model kills uh, the model that it's charging, it gets to charge again. What? That is epic. And, yeah... Um, the problem is I really want to play this, but I don't have any of the pigs. <laughs> I have yeah. a bunch of piglets, and I um, I absolutely ordered a war wabbit, so that's coming. So <laughs> uh, I did not order a war wabbit. I'm not into the pigs yet. I'm still too busy getting into the gremlins. Like I, yeah. if I was go- if I knew I was going deep with them, uh, I might one day. Who knows? Yeah, I, I like them. I um I played a game last week at Beerlifo against um uh, Dan from Before We Begin. Um, probably one of the best games that I've played because I was actually thinking about what I had to do during the game, <laughs> um and uh, not just about what I could kill. But I took um I can't remember. It's the um it was a strategy where there are two uh, big markers on the center line. That you have to be guard the uh, stash. Yeah, yeah the one, stash, one yeah. person within it, two inches of each of them. Yeah. Um, so essentially, I just took Summer, Lenny, Francois, and um, a slop hauler, and then just a bunch of Bayou Gremlins and pigs. And it was corner deployment. And I took um, for schemes. I took distract, and I took um, uh, frame for murder. Uh, Francois, obviously, I just threw him up turn one, and uh, I almost killed a teddy. <laughs> um, almost. Dude, Dan loves those teddies. Yeah, I I got him down really low, and I um I'd only played Dreamer one time before, but I guess this never came up in the game. But I mean, he act at, the teddy activated. I got him down to like two wounds, and then just he immediately healed four wounds. And I was two like, from well, the Dreamer and two from uh, from Generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good game. I think if we would have finished it, um, Dan would have won. But it was. I mean, the pigs are nice because they give you this bonus movement with truffles, and they're. I mean, they're still significant minions. So I was using them to distract. I mean, he had. Um, he didn't have a lot. He had Capellius, Teddy, Baby Cade, um, Dreamer, and just uh, a few daydreams. Uh, I got him to a 7-7 draw. If we would have been able to finish the game, I think he would have won because I missed a point on the strategy. Mm. But um, 
and and Dreamer didn't kill Francois, just Teddy did, so I didn't get full points on that either. But for, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, but it was he doesn't do game. a lot of killing, but yeah, well, if, if Chompy had done it, he would have gotten full points for that too, right? Right. He's yeah. the enforcer. Is he? Oh, Is he a henchman? Uh, he's a henchman, right? Okay. I think. I don't remember. Henchman. Well, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, but it was a pretty good game, and uh, the pigs really helped me like move up because I just moved them up into some of the uh, the dense terrain, and then they would just pull the gremlins in, so they could really like get up onto those those uh, counters. So the sash counters. Nice. I'm really sad I missed beer the foam. <laughs> really we um, it was it was a good turnout. Every faction was represented. Uh, we had a lot of folks there. <laughs> Said so there were ten players, and none of them were uh, most of our locals. So, like, a lot of our regulars weren't there. So it could have been even bigger. Yeah. Yep. That's great. It sounds like it's been growing. It has. I think it has been. We've definitely got new players, which is great. It's exciting. <laughs> I want to go. Excuse me. I want to go. <laughs> we'll come out here. Come visit. Liz is coming out to visit at some point in time. I'm trying to get her a job. Uh, oh, you should also apply for the ATD position at at uh, Portland Center Stage. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know AutoCAD at all? <laughs> yeah. I'm better at AutoCAD. Never mind. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about industry stuff. That'll be fun. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like... I feel like I'm enjoying my time as a gremlin. See, I'm I'm waiting. I like I think I'm gonna play Selmer a little bit after the tournament in April. And then but I think a big part of it is I wanna play with the pigs and it's the same thing where I don't wanna spend all the time proxying stuff. Yeah. And because I like Zoraida and Zoraida would like pigs, I'm sure, with their one AP charges and such. And, but I don't want to deal with proxying, and I haven't bought any of them yet, so. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I have a lot of other stuff to play, so. Yeah. yeah, I I felt really silly playing Brewmaster last night because I got to put a tick into a column that doesn't even exist yet. So yeah, I'm, exactly. one, I'm one out of five for Brewmaster. I don't even own Brewmaster. Yeah, it's not even out yet. <laughs> Next month. Next month. Yeah. So they say. So they say. Theoretically. I was still waiting for him to drop it on April just to be like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so long as they don't, <laughs> so long as it, they don't uh, push it back from May and say gotcha. I'll, I mean, I'll be oh, happy. Man. I just want that box to come out. I wanted that box to come out for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing, nice. the last thing that Gremlin-y that's super exciting that I I'm just reviewing my notes before we finally really move on from it. I had this moment where Raimi was firing at I think it's when he killed Marcus. Um, he he moved he reckless, so he was at one of six. He focus focus shot at Marcus. Uh, got severe damage, of course. Dropped eight damage on him, put four on himself, putting him at five of six damage. Then he <laughs> zero action to heal. Uh, cheated in to succeed, which put him at four of 
six. Flipped him, uh, flipped a, a week. I cheated in a severe for three damage, and he was all the way back up to full health. <laughs> nice. Yeah, dirty cheater is so fun, and just like being able to reckless and like get that much AP out of a model. Yeah, you're putting a lot of wounds on, but I mean, oh man, the one that really blew my mind was I, I, I reckless, I moved, I focused, I shot, I missed. I used my zero action to try and heal. I failed. I cheated and failed again, but cheating got me my reckless point back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll try and chest you fast. Fails. Still fails, but I'm good to go. Never mind. We're good. Yeah, very solid. Gremlins are fun. They're a totally legit, real faction. <laughs> yeah. We're totally real, guys. We're totally, totally real. I'm going Three masters out now in boxes. So. Yeah, four if you oh. count long, but he's, he's yeah. box boxes gonna yeah four if you yeah. count. Long. They did do a limited re-release of his individual box with two E rules. Those have been pulled at this point, I think. Though they have yeah, because I think on the forums, I think that um, I think his box set is re- is gonna be ready by Gen Con. They said so. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, Cool. That's too bad. I, I think I may try and buy his individual box at some point in time because he doesn't need his box set to be effective. No, not at all. He um, maybe like Bert or someone. You just but really Bert honestly like individual box anyway. He's not going to be coming in the box set, you know. No, no, for like, sure. Yeah. Um, bubbly assistant, lightning bugs, and mm-hmm. uh, something else. Maybe Mancha Roja. I think people are saying. Uh, no. Maybe. Mancha Roja is in the, in the Mata kit. No, Mancha Roja is not in the Mata kit. Oh, yes, she is. No, I think he's going to be so. a separate box, would be my guess. <laughs> Why, what, who, who's going to be in the Mata kit box? I don't know. Not Bayou Bushwhackers. Bayou Bushwhackers, Little Lass, Trixie. No, Trixie is going to be in the box. Well, I, I hope uh, the Bushwhackers aren't in there. I don't know. Yeah, Trixie would be in there. Yeah, it's going to be Ma, Little Lass, Trixie, Three Bayou Bushwhackers. That's what I'm saying. What does Montero have to do with Wong? Uh, well, he in the um, in the Crossroads book, he's in the fluff story. Wong like, but is like betting a ton of money on him on the in this uh, um, this like wrestling tournament. So I I don't know. I don't know who else would go in Wong's box. I think, but the the. I think the thing that well, lightning, bu- lightning bugs and beautiful and lovely assistant, I think are the two, and maybe uh, yeah. Anyway, but Mancha Roja was taught by Matucket. Like, there are so many synergies with with their. They both have the the suit when they do the initiative at the beginning of the turn. Um, and uh, I think she's got an ability called taught him everything he knows or something like that. I don't like, think so. Uh, I'm gonna look into it. I've played Matsuki before, and I don't. Uh, Hold on. I don't remember that. Talk about your robot. I'm gonna grab my cards. <laughs> I've got. Okay, I've got it right here. I'm gonna, uh, I've, I've got the book right here. Rebound, hard to wound, grapple, whack with a gremlin, challenge, and 1,000 mass. No, he doesn't have anything to do look with at, like the initiative or anything like that. Look at Ma. Ma Tucket. That's a cool looking model. It's pretty gross. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, <laughs> I think that. I mean, I mean she's, I she hits that... stuff with a spoon. He wrestles. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do some research. Okay, evidence, evidence and proof is on me. I'm just saying that a glowy matcha roja is gonna be ridiculous. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Same way, because he, uh, if you, it's like if you discard a card and give him glowy, he can be minimum damage seven or something stupid like that. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be his own box. I do. I, you think I'm so? hoping he is. I, I don't I, know why he'd be in a. He's a henchman, and he'd be a really cool model for them to sell separately. Right. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's going to be kind of like McTavish. He's a general, he's general enough, yeah, that, that yeah. you can use him with most people. I just don't know so what else would go in Wong's box, though. I mean, you've got... So you've got Wong. You're going to have Lovely Assistant and some Lightning Bugs, but, like, what else? What's his totem? Oh, I know. Assistant is his totem. Is the Lovely Assistant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Maybe you guys are right. Unless, I don't know. The only thing would be if they put Bert's Bert in there, but yeah, that's yeah, I that can't could imagine, be he's already been released. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, we shall see. Yeah, hopefully uh, Gen Con for for him and many others. But yeah, uh, hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm looking he's up, still I'm looking. looking. Up, no, I'm looking at something looking. else. Mantaroha plus Wong. Uh, attack to the tips with Mantaroha. With Uglowy, Mantaroha's wax with a gremlin ability deals 5, 7, 8 damage. Yeah. If you add Mantra's extra gremlin upgrade for a potential 10 minimum damage. Yeah, because he hits twice with whack with an extra gremlin. <laughs> T- 10 minimum is, is uh, awful. 10 minimum, though. I mean, he has to still hit again, right? Oh, well. Whack with another gremlin. Yeah, actually. Whacked with another gremlin uh, gives him a trigger um, that allows him to take that attack again. Oh, okay. So he could potentially tag six times in a turn with Melee Expert and yep. the extra gremlin. So he has the potential to do 30 minimum damage if he hits with all six attacks. <laughs> so yeah. unnecessary. No, it's, uh, it's totally, totally balanced. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Ken, it looks like we got to let you go, man. Yeah, um, it was awesome being on here, guys. Thanks for having Absolutely. me. I hope you, when you get to Detroit and the Detroit greater area, you, you hook up with all the get-up guys. They're great. Their meta is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. All right. All right. Good Thanks, talking buddy. to you. Nice meeting you. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you later. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, how was Adepticon? It was uh, very quick and fun. <laughs> so what happened was um, <laughs> I drove out Saturday afternoon for Adepticon after realizing I could get out of work, after work basically. I got approval, I got the nod so I could leave town, and I did. And I drove out to Chicago, which is really cool because you, you uh, basically get to go because of the time zone change, it takes like three and a half hours to drive out there. But it takes five and a half hours to drive back, which sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I drove out Saturday, got there pretty late, like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, hung out, played board games and drank, and found Joe and all the Detroit guys to talk to. 
the hall was pretty closed by then. There's some people playing like other stuff, but not Malifaux, so I couldn't get a pickup game. Weak. And then I woke up bright and early for the uh, story encounter. What time was that at? Was, it was uh, 8 a.m. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it had to be over by 4, because I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> Which was fine. I didn't mind. It's, I was playing games. It's not like I was, you know, doing manual labor at 8 in the morning. I'm not going. As I normally do. Who, normally. who, who does that? <laughs> Oh, I just but I, I'm, so much. Sorry. There's a lot of people who did not go, did not go that I, that registered. But oh, I think that was the nice thing about the stirring counter being Sunday is it's more relaxed. It's like whatever. If you don't want to play, don't. You know. Yeah. Not a big deal. If people want to drop, it's not a big deal. It's not a super competitive thing because a bunch of people had to drop. Obviously, being the Sunday of a con, and I'm leaving, but I wanted to play a couple games, and I. Talked to a really cool guy who played a bunch of other games, and this was his first time at Adepticon, and that was nice. I uh, played three games of Malifaux. Uh, I declared outcasts for it in the thought that I might play Levy uh, for some of them, just because he seemed really good in some of the available strats for the story encounter. Like, one of them, there were two that were you needed to put conditions on Masters. Mm. And so, so if he's not there, you then can, yeah. yeah. That's gross. You can bury him and get rid of him. Yeah, it was, and I, I didn't do it because uh, it was gross and I didn't really feel like it. I was kind of tired and from driving and drinking and just said, I'm just going to play the same crew pretty much identical all day. <laughs> I did swap it out a little bit, but not a ton. And I ended up playing Mizaki for all three games. Nice. Uh, the first, so sh- just a shout out to Knuckle Duster Minis and the. Oh, I love those guys, yeah. Yeah, the token company that are called, I can't remember, I'm reaching for the thing now. But they, the Knuckle Duster guys made, I don't know if they donated or if there was some money or some deal, but they made a bunch of. Uh, uh, models for it, like you, you got a, a special model if you played. The uh, yeah, the first the theme was the like a carnival theme for the stories. Yeah. So the first one was the Midway Games, which was you you know you had to flip these tokens and then do duels. You know there was like the Ring the Bell game, so it was a melee duel, the shooting alley, which is a shooting duel sort of thing. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were four different ones. And then you get the tickets and you got to give them to the Barker, which was this special model that Knuckle Duster made. Oh, that's awesome. And everybody, everybody, who, everybody who played got one, which was really cool. Because I think it's I really actually nice played, this, I played this with Dan. Because he wanted, he, uh, yeah, just trying Sean to asked us to playtest them for him to, to see if we could come up yeah. with something wrong with them. So I think I actually played this one. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was my favorite one out of the three, for it sure. It was cool, yeah. It was a little weird because the Barker counted didn't count as an enemy, so you couldn't interact with him when engaged, mm. which made it kind of clunky. So you couldn't turn in tickets when you're engaged, which made it really hard to get points. It made getting points on tur- like as possible before it got cl- clogged up really important. That might have been doing part like I might have not been able to score a lot of points doing a lot to my opponent 
because he actually played 65 Soul Stones. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize it until about... He was playing a really elite Arcanist crew, like Howard... Really elite. <laughs> Nick Bang. <laughs> yeah, Howard Gang, <laughs> Rail Gollum, two Rail Workers, and something else. It was... Yeah. What was yeah. the other thing he had? Oh, my God. Uh, Joss? Was it Joss? They didn't have Joss. It was Rogalum, Howard, Kang were the big three, and then the two rail workers. And something else big and really, Howard really Langston. mean. I already said Howard. Howard, yeah. Langston, Real Gollum. Oh, oh, Hannah. Hey. Hannah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he brought Hannah as a mercenary. So I was like, but I didn't do the math because it was 8 in the morning, and... You know, apparently he didn't either. I think <laughs> I think he added an extra model and just didn't realize it. Like he was like, "Oh, I cut one of my models, but didn't put it away." Mm. He was a new player, so I feel like it was unintentional. I maybe he was trying to cheat me out of the story encounter, but he still lost. Like I still beat him, so I'm assuming it was just an honest mistake. Like he didn't get an advantage out of it. Uh, I got full points for schemes, one point for the strategy. My list, which was pretty much the same all day, I didn't write it down, but it was Mizaki as Outcasts. I brought Rusty, two Abominations, I think. It's hard to keep track because I summoned some, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then Yamaziko. Who is a tough old bride from what I hear. Yeah, she's, she's a lot of awesome for seven soul stones. I'm glad that I've started playing with her. I brought two Torkage and a Shang, which is the first time I think I've played those in a long time. With Tor- Shout out I to Ian to, and Dan. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were talking about it, so I had to try it out. Shang, I liked, and part of that was due to the fact that peons were allowed to interact for the strategy purpose in this oh, cool. setup. So yeah, that gives them something to he do. He got a little extra versatility with his walk six. He did die a lot. Uh, no one really went after Mizaki because a lot of the strats were like you have to interact with masters so he didn't get to do his healing a lot which kind of made him feel really not useful mm. but he was fun and when I played against Sonya in round 2 he was he was a champion kind of because <laughs> he's immune to burning so oh, right. yeah. <laughs> kinda, it's like I'm just going to run through all this burning stuff I don't care that was a fun game anyway yeah so I didn't. I didn't take really good notes because yeah. it was early. And story <laughs> you were at Adepticon two weeks ago now. Anyway, but they had a lot of fun in that one. Oh, and then the other company was Things Undone, who make tokens, custom tokens. They printed up little Carnival Midway game special tokens that had like one through four on one side, and the backs had the game names. And they, we all got a set of those too, which was really cool. So that's awesome. And I had already I already knew about them and bought some of their stuff in the past, but now that I know they do custom tokens, it's like ooh, possible order some. I was I was emailing them about how much it would cost and stuff to do stuff. Then seemed pretty reasonable, so I'll let them know if you're looking for tokens, either custom or just your standard token sets. They're really nice. If you really like peeling off the paper from plastic token things. 
they're a good company to know also. <laughs> we got there, I was a little early for the story encounter, and Sean just handed everyone these bags to, like, it's like, start peeling you go, this. Start peeling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, started peeling them so we could all play. It was a good time. Uh, the second round, that was against, I didn't, uh, that guy named, his name was Brad, but I didn't really hear anything about where he was from. At some point, Joe and Mark wandered in and were talking. Actually, Mark was the one who noticed that he was playing 65 soul stones. <laughs> I didn't notice. I was completely oblivious. I was like, I'm getting beat. I had like two models <laughs> up. And I was like, this is rough. <laughs> I'm getting beat so bad. Even though I was getting lots of points, I'm like, he's going to table me and I'm going to still beat him. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, he spent all his time working on trying to kill you with all of his models. And yeah, he did. Wrap it up points. That's how you win in Malifaux, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Round two, I played against Victoria from... I'm going to get this wrong. Is it either Nebraska or Kansas? Oh. Is it Victoria who does the who who voices for Through the Breach too? I don't know. Because I don't know. Because I'm. I know there is a Victoria. That she, I want to. Yeah, she's she was at Adepticon last year. I remember seeing her, but never really met her or talked mm -hmm. to her. She was really fun. She was playing Sonya. This was a blind deployment game, and in this game, you had to first find your master and say, "Hey." boss, what are we doing? And then after you found your master, you could go and try and distract the other master with the confused by... We were in a hall of mirrors was the idea. Confuse mm. the other master with mirrors or the other ma or the highest soulstone cost model of the other team. So that was the... The idea was basically find your master in the blind deployment, which is pretty rough. Uh, could be kind of annoying. And then go and find the other master and interact with them to confuse them. And then you get points for that. Uh, so this one, she was playing Sonya. I don't know if I said that already. Yeah. Uh, it was really tough to score with the blind deployment because you had to find your people first and then do stuff. I think I got one point for the strategy because I managed to get it on her highest soulstone model, which was Samuel. She was playing Sonya, Samuel, some witchlings... Francisco and uh, yeah, some other stuff. Yeah, and uh, I was playing Mizaki again. This time I swapped out Rusty, I think, for a librarian and Johan, and I probably dropped an abomination at that point too, just to make the math work. Or I might have taken less soulstones. I it was something around like that. But I, I had Johan in the librarian. The librarian did some work, then got lit on fire and died. Johan did a lot of work. He was like running up to Sonya, I'm going to make it so you can't burninate everybody. The abominations. This was Our first turn was extremely brutal, which it can be in blind deployment. Basically, she activated Sonya first activation and killed my two abominations that I put by her. I was like, well, I have these two abominations so they can shut down her zero. Yeah, just tie her up, yeah. And yeah, be annoying and slow her down, and she's just like, you're on fire and dead. You're on fire and dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep. all right then. Uh, so that's how that good works. Luck. Good luck, Johan. <laughs> but if I had gotten to go first, it, you know, I could have really slowed her down at least. Uh, 
like I said earlier, Shang was pretty good in this one because he was allowed to interact being that he's a uh, peon, but it was stated that you could interact with peons. Uh, Yamaziko did great work. She uh, was the one who actually got uh, Samuel confused. It was, uh, I think she was actually my highest Soulstone model as well, which is kind of odd. Hmm. Yeah. So you're a uh, very expensive crew, yeah. Yeah, very cheap crew. The Torikage did some work they pushed around and tied up Francisco. They actually ended up weakening him enough so that I could kill him, so she didn't get she got one point for bodyguard instead of all three. Nice. I managed to get activation on turn four turn five with Mizaki in order to uh murder him before she could get another point. Nice. Yeah. Ended up being pretty good. There, uh, there, There is a rule that says you don't have to declare bodyguard, isn't there? No. If you don't declare on turn four, you only declare on turn five, you can only get two points for it, right? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. It's kind of an interesting idea. I should think about that in the future. If you could throw somebody off, you'd be like... Especially if they're declaring bodyguard and you don't. Yeah. Especially if your model's already injured and weakened and... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good, a good bluffing tactic there. Perfect. Anyway. <laughs> so that was versus Victoria. Yeah, so it was really good game. Victoria was awesome to play against. Uh, we finished early, which was amazing, because it meant I got to go to the vendor hall. That was the weird thing about the schedule, too, is that the vendor hall opened an hour after the tournament started. I remember you were thinking about not even going. Hour, and closed an hour before the tournament ended. So I was like, well, if I can finish... But the round times were really long, so I'm like, well, just because of story encounter, you want longer round times so everyone can finish their games with weird stuff. Yeah, so, it uh, takes some more time to think yeah. when you're not playing on a standard game, right? Yeah, I ran over to Knuckle Duster. I ran over to the, the, the vendor hall and looked around, and I looked at... There was a lot of Malifaux stuff to be bought, which was cool, compared to last year, where it was like, here's a box of metal if you want it, I guess. This year, there was all the new boxes. <laughs> Multiple vendors had stuff, books, supplies, and then there was some old metals, too which you could look through, which was nice. Well, yeah. the interesting thing about the old medals now is that they're like they're they're starting to fall into like a rarity cache, where if yeah, you some can find like a Sebastian, or if you can find yeah. Widow Weaver, or you can find uh, Corifees. I have. I have a Widow Weaver. I should sell it. I have a I have a Teddy. I'm trying to it's get in the box. Misery. I'm trying to get in the box. Nice. Anyway, yeah, I could see that. Uh, being a, a thing, but it was Sunday, so everyone had bought all those already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty picked over. The vendor hall was was pretty picked over. I was trying to get over to Hawk War Games because they make Drop Zone Commander, which I've been starting to play, and they like had nothing left. It was crazy. Wow. I was talking to Don, who is there henchmen in whatever they call henchmen, I don't remember, here, and he was saying, yeah, they didn't really know what to expect from Adepticon. It was their first time there. So they're thinking of, like, they're like, oh, it's going to be, like, 800 people, right? And it's like, and this year it was 2,500. Jesus. So they sold out of almost everything Basically really fast. Way, yeah. Wow. And it was insane. 
And then uh, I went over to Knuckle Duster, and he had this new line, which was awesome, which I can't wait for him to actually have on his website. I was talking to him for a second, because he had the display ones up, but he had, like, none left that were, like, sort of steampunky. His thing is he does a lot of, like, historical cowboys sort of stuff and, like, that period American history stuff Mm. in 28mm, but he's got these new steampunk guys that look really cool that are sort of steampunky historical and there's some really nice models in the line and I was like I want to buy them and he's like I'm sold out oh. <laughs> and they're not even on his website yet he's oh like, what he was saying they're not they're not up yet because he had got them and brought them to Adepticon and sold out so he's like well I didn't put them up yet <laughs> so I'm looking forward to those because there are some really nice models in there to look at uh, and other than that it was pretty pretty empty at that point, so I just wandered out back to the hall and went and got some food with Mark. It was a nice venue. The venue was very nice this year. Huge yeah, step new, up from last place, year. Yeah. Well, the, the hotel I mean, rooms were they amazing. Just, they just outgrew it, you know? Like, they, they yeah. just got to the point where there were too many people for that other convention center. Yeah, this, this one was amazing. It was really, really nice. It was pretty close. There was some, a lot of fast food right by there. Uh, I was only there for 20 hours, so I don't <laughs> didn't explore that much. But yeah. from what I did see, it was really nice. Lots of lots of space. Very nice accommodations. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to next year. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to go back for more time. I'm looking, at, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the schedule and for my work, and it looks like the way Easter and spring break fall that there's like no way I could have a show on that weekend <laughs> if if Adepticon is the weekend I think it's going to be, but you never know. That's what that's the one thing I don't like about Adepticon is they need to like announce their dates sooner. Seriously, the dates aren't out. I couldn't look it up right now if I wanted to. Mm. It's that that old man planning that's starting to kick in. Oh yeah, talks about exactly. <laughs> I want to have and my I, hotel booked a year in advance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I'd like to because then I can put it on my schedule and know not to schedule work then, and I can start planning for work before the schedule's made, which yeah. would be awesome. But maybe in the future, I don't know. Hopefully it's not... I still not... want to get back out to Adepticon. That was one of my favorite, yeah. my favorite things it's, to do last year. It is definitely the premier miniatures <clears throat> convention, I would say. It's exclusively miniatures. I don't know. Nova might be. I haven't been there. It's... I mean, I can say that, but I've never been to any other convention, so. Right. <laughs> but it. Well, I think Nova might, might. I can't be imagine. More of an UFO event. Like I don't. I don't know what they do. I, I haven't been, yeah. so I can't. Well, we ahead. should just go. I, mean, I guess. <laughs> so first off, I'll win the Michigan Open, and then I'll go, and then I'll let you know. Perfect. And I'll go I down to wait till Califo I... and uh, and then yeah, just we'll, go. Also. You'll have to go because you have the the convention pass. Yeah. Since so you can't, that's like free convention pass. You can't turn. Yeah, it you down. can't not go. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> yeah. So that was after that was my lunch break after playing Victoria, and then I played Tim, who was Victoria's brother. Also from Nebraska slash Kansas. I'm pretty sure it was Nebraska. Which one of those is nine hours from Chicago? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to look it okay. up? 
No, I'm alright. Probably Kansas. Uh, yeah, and I and I, it was funny because I declared outclassed, and Tim looked at me like, "Oh, you're gonna play Leviticus, aren't you?" And I said, "Nope." And he's like, "Maybe." Yes. I was like, "Cause he saw the abominations no. out of my trait too." So I was like, <laughs> "Like, nope." And he was playing Lilith. He was playing a set list all day, and his was really good for the last mission, which was basically distract, but it the clearing it. This might have been another mistake that didn't get caught. It felt like a mistake, for sure. Clearing the condition, it was the Tunnel of Love, so you had to go up to these people, lower soulstone model approaches a higher soulstone model or master and says, you're pretty, and then they're, they become uh, basically sexy time distracted or something. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> the wording. <laughs> but the trick about it was it wasn't an interact to clear it so basically if it was all about activation control like that was all it was was if you had activation control you win you would win basically so he was playing six teratots with lilith barbaros and like a mature and a young or something weird like that not weird actually it's pretty standard but was really good in this mission. I tried to go, like, low soulstone, which outcasts aren't great at to begin with. Yeah. And I was like, Unless well, I'll bring, like, like, three abominations in Rusty. Or a hundred fucking that uh, uh, desperate mercenaries. Or, I mean, if you're playing Hamlet, obviously, which some other people did, which was probably really good, but I don't have those models. Yeah. I didn't feel like it. But I played Mizaki again. This time I took out Johan and the librarian for Rusty again. She was really good. She was very good. Uh, the Torkagi got myrtilated by the Mature Nephilim really quick. The Terror Tots just swarmed everywhere. It was ridiculous. There were just Tots everywhere, and I couldn't kill them. I was yeah. getting some rough, some rough flips, too, in there. It was sometimes where Tim was looking at me, he's like... Man, this sucks. <laughs> he was just murder facing me, like, and I messed. I messed up. I made a big mistake. I didn't. I forgot about my disguise on Mizaki, so he got to charge Mizaki, which didn't end up mattering because he could have just walked and hit me anyway, and still done plenty of damage, or just hit Yamaziko instead and killed her. But. Yeah, the the whole thing about not being an interactive clear it made it basically impossible for me to win on it. Mm. Which was because you're always just models behind, so you could never yeah, exactly. He would always yeah, be able so to. As soon as he got, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. If I had been able to kill some of his terror tots earlier, maybe, but didn't happen. Oh, and then Rusty, he Lilith is really good against her because you can never get to do your rapid fire with her gun. I should have just charged in. I should have been like, I give up and just charged something and started hitting it. But I was trying to shoot stuff and sort of play back so I could summon more abominations to help me get activation control. So every time he would just summon the force right in front of her and no rapid fire because I have to walk and shoot. And I just at one point I was like, well, there goes here's here's for one shot Rusty's activation. <laughs> The old one-shot Rusty, I know it well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. 
He's a good guy, though. It was a fun game. He beat me 10-6. to 6. That was my third game with Mizaki that day, which put me at nine games with Mizaki. Oh, you're close. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Because well, when we started this, I'm like... Time. When I started this, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to play Mizaki ever. I think I'm just going to get rid of her. You know? And now she's one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. And it's like, so if you had told me, like, oh, yeah, you're gonna, Mizaki's going to be the first master you're going to get to ten games with out of this challenge, I would have been like, no way. <laughs> F you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... That's not true, but I was like, I was for sure like Colette or somebody. You almost nope. did that one too. Like you were, you were sort of chowing down with Colette for a while. Eat with Colette, and then I brought in Kiris and got distracted. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's she's been fun. Um, I think I just gotta play one more game with her and get her off the list. You should do that. Or I'll play Leviticus a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna play Leviticus at the the, the Michigan Open because he's really powerful. Yeah, he's and kind of I have, I, I kind of like playing him, and I need to get more games. I only have three games with him right now, so four or five more games would be good. If I play one or two before, I could probably get him crossed off. And I could also bring Mizaki as an outcast, as a change-up. Yeah. Which just, would be fun. Just to throw a curveball if you needed to. Yeah, she'll be in my bag, and and Levy will be on the table, on the tray. And I'll just be like, you know, when we're selecting crews, and then I'll just be like, oh, here's my crew. It's Mizaki. Bam! Um, <laughs> it's, it's another master who's really good at killing stuff and very maneuverable. <laughs> That's part of the problem is they're not so There's different. a lot of crossover, yeah. Yeah. But but it is a nice option to have. I think the I, like I think the, the the fact that I think that if you're if you're looking at the outcast from a uh, potential threat standpoint, you know, and you've got, you know, if you've got somebody who's playing levy every time you're like, well, I'm going to either have to fight against constructs or undead, so I should either bring something that ignores hard to wood or hard to kill, or armor, and then it's like, surprise, it's ninjas! What? what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun. Nin yeah, I mean, and I just enjoy playing Mizaki, so I wouldn't be surprised if I played her at least one round. Yeah. I gotta look at the strats. I mean, it's four rounds, and it's all gang rounds, so I'm assuming it's all new stuff. And we'll do another episode and maybe talk about it before we actually... Yeah. Before the tournament, do a pre-tournament talk. That'd be pretty totally cool. Pre-tournament talk, yeah. I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, my show's finally closed, so I get some free time. I did. That was the funny thing. I figured it out the other day, and it was a terrible idea. I had two days off in March, and I spent one of them in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and looking at my apartment, there's a reason it's kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. But tomorrow's, yeah, yeah. So I got a lot of painting and hobby stuff I want to do. I bought some Ronin to go with Levy. Go right on. For, to go with Levy, really? They cost six, they cost six soul stones. I would say to go and with... hard um, to kill. To go with... Yeah, they're uh, also good uh, with Mizaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good with her, too, I guess. I mean, 
And they're really cool models. I'm thinking about using them with Fistful of Kung Fu if I ever absolutely do that. They're great. I need to get on my Vicky screw. I've got I've got my Ronin to do as well. But I've been doing a lot of yeah. Gremlins. I'm I'm most of the way through all the Gremlins I own. I've got the entire kin painted. I've got skin tone and eye patches nice. on the two flesh constructs painted. I just have to finish them out, and then I'll be ready for more models. Yeah. I mean, uh, ready to paint my Ronin. <laughs> I have a ton of stuff that's like partially painted and sitting in a pile. Like I, I did one of those pull out all the models and put them on the table and take a picture of things. I saw that, yeah. Just terrible. It's, it's, it's always a terrible idea. I did it before I moved here and I was <laughs> like, this is this this is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> not really, because it's you know, not like it's a, not like a, I'm buying cocaine on my table or something. It's, <laughs> it's just could <laughs> be just worse. A giant I mean. pile of cocaine. <laughs> It's like, oh man! Well, I, mean, I need to get a hobby. <laughs> I wish that these were pictures. <laughs> to be fair, the amount of money I've spent on Malifaux wouldn't probably get me that much cocaine. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I don't what? actually know the mark. Uh, just to any uh, in people who have authority over that sort of thing, I don't actually know how much cocaine costs. I don't. Please don't arrest me or bug my con- my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have uh, money for. Nor have I ever I worked for the Colombian drug cartel. <laughs> uh, See, yeah, I we don't. We don't go in for cocaine. We play plastic crack. We have way too much money invested. In that. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Was good. I mean, I got all. I needed to reorganize my stuff. Levy. The problem with Levy is he just messes up any attempt to organize stuff. He yeah. just says. Oh, you like having your bottles all in different bags based on faction? Yeah, that's Fuck you. You just <laughs> Well, you need to have all in your bag with me. That is outcast slash well, slash resers. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no, it's just I'll just buy another set of every model the levy wants. Yeah. That's yep, the plan. Perfect. Just have a whole exactly. separate or get, or get a super bag. I I finally <laughs> think I have no, all of the materials no. that I need to make a super bag. I'm not. I'm not. My, I'm never gonna have a Malifaux bag with wheels. It's not gonna happen. Oh no, I'm not. That's when you know. That's like. That's like. That's like admitting you have a problem. That's. That's like rock bottom. If you need a bag with wheels for your Malifaux collection. No, what's really you sad make is, have you seen the one where they've got the? It's like a. It's like a cart. It's a case that has wheels. That then someone else has like strapped a second case on top of that. Onto yeah, the, I've the seen handle that. part of it. It's like <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not a Malifaux. I'm sorry to anybody who has that and plays Malifaux, and they need that for. It's I can't do it. I couldn't do it. Well, the thing about Malifaux, if especially, especially if you're going for like a tournament, you should probably specialize a little bit. Like, you can get all or of a faction take... in a shoulder bag. You can get all of two yeah. factions in a big shoulder <laughs> well. bag. If you need a rolling faction yeah. bag, then it's like, well, I'm going to play Rezzers for Story Encounter, and I'm going to play Arcanists for Masters, and I'm going to play Gremlins for Doubles, and I think I'm going to play Neverborn for uh, pickup <laughs> games. I mean, to be fair, I that. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't bring them all. I wouldn't bring them all is the thing. I just yeah, I can't do it. I, I actually got a new bag. It's very small. I like it a lot. It has eight room for eight inches of foam. Oh, right. Which is, is a, good, a good amount. Yeah, it's got I'm, eight inches of height. It's like 
It's it's you know like probably like eight inches wide by like fourteen inches long, so you know a good amount, but not like ridiculously big. After my cat peed on my bag, I decided I was going to make one. So now I've got the fabric and the uh, the rigid plastic that I'm going to use for the sidewalls um, and the lining. All I have to do now is get the dimensions of the foam that I have and figure out how to fit all of the foam I have in one bag. Wait, what? I've got I've got my you remember my war bag, my flames of war bag. Yeah. My cat so peed make it threw it away. No, I knew and that. So, but you're making one. Well, I have all the foam. <laughs> yeah, but you can just buy one. What? But I they can make sell them one. in stores still. I can make them. It's gonna be like custom. I can make it for cheaper. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be custom. Okay, make, then it's gonna be cheaper. Okay. Mistake or mistakes were made orange. Oh, that's awesome! Really? Uh, I want to. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get. Um, I mean, maybe. Uh, I want to get uh, an, an upholstery. That's awesome. Not no, upholstery I want one. Uh, what's the thing where they the an embroidery an machine? Embroidery machine to do the MW just logo. Pay someone to embroider it. It'd be way cheaper. No, I don't want to buy an embroidery machine. I want to go to. I want to go to okay. the the <laughs> embroidery place in the mall. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Your Claire doesn't have one. She didn't. No, her <laughs> she has a she, like. There are sewing machines that have them built into them. Yeah. Hers, are, hers are not that smart. Yeah. So yeah, I'm making a custom mistakes were made bag for my medical bits. You're you're making two custom mistakes were made bags. <laughs> if it if it works out and it looks good, we can talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to order one from you, and then you're making money. New revenue stream. Yeah, well, that's where we have to thicken our streams. Uh, we can Actually, we can yeah. maybe do custom bags on uh, our website. That'll be our yeah. Our merch gonna, will be he's gonna quit his job. bags. <laughs> a bag manufacturer, or we could just pay someone to make them for us. It's true. With our logo on it, it'd probably be really expensive though. Well. You have to uh, once you get the templates all made, then you just have to figure out what the materials and the production cost are, and then you can sell them that way. Or but if people stickers. really liked our shit, I think stickers would be good. Or patches, patches would be fine. Yeah. Anyway, so guys, make if you're sure interested in mistakes from miniatures, <laughs> let us know, and we'll figure some out. That's funny because I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember which one it was. Pretty sure it was the new one that has the Gremlin player that you said earlier. Breach Boys? Breach Boys, yeah. I listened to... They're on, they're on episode two, and they're already talking about having shirts made up. Yeah, I know. I, it's like, I listened to this <laughs> episode, and I'm like, man, we've been like doing this for half a year, and we we're like, eh, I don't want to do that work. <laughs> Dan did his little... Dan, not his little. Dan did I his know. Patreon account, and he's got a shirt going on now. Don't belittle Dan. Oh, his, he's no, he's pillar of the community. We were we were driving around, and I was like, we were talking about. He's like, you know, I don't actually do very much for our hobby. And I was like, what do you mean? 
I was like, well, you are, he was like, oh, you're always, you know, you're on the forums all the time, and you're reading all the chronicles and stuff like that. I don't do any of that stuff. I was like, yeah, but you do do a podcast. He's like, yeah, I do a little podcast. He does, like, like, you do uh, one of the top podcasts in our, in our field. Well, one of the biggest <laughs> tactical ones, too. Like, there's not a Definitely. lot of tactical Malifaux podcasts where you talk I was like, about honestly, stuff yeah. like that. There's Who's a lot of rambly name? ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're aware of <laughs> I mean, we do. We try occasionally to be tactical. Oh, here's a qu- here's a good one for our people. If you're still listening, and uh, hopefully you are, if you are listening, is there a master that you want us to try and find someone to get on and talk about? Like a lot of yeah. podcasts have done a lot of things, but if there's some like void that we don't know needs filling, uh, and you you want to hear about someone who plays a master, uh, go ahead and leave us a. A, a note at our Twitter account, and we'll try and find someone who does it if we don't do it ourselves, you know? Um, or if you want to talk about a master. Yeah, that's also true. If you if you are an expert of a master, send us some Specifically, ones we haven't played that we need to play, like <laughs> Somer. <laughs> should have talked to Ken about Somer, but he, did, he had limited time, so... Yeah, we can get a bag on. <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, we should get Miles cool. on to talk about Brewmaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Presuming he still cares. I mean, we, we should about... stop talking about Zoraida. We should stop talking about Zoraida. <laughs> we should stop talking about. Uh, I don't remember what I was going with that, and I said Zoraida. Yeah, we should stop talking. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long week. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, uh, we could. We could keep talking. No, I'm what okay. Else do you talk about? Uh, I think we did our update. We did our gremlin ness We talked about Adepticon. Um, how, yeah, I think I'm out of stuff. So much so, I might edit this part it's, out. It's been so long though since we've talked. It feels like we should have more stuff to talk. Well, That's I because I haven't done anything. Yeah, I I missed a week playing because I was out at uh, a bachelor party. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do that again. Oh, I do have something to announce. If you are in the Northwest, uh, the week before breaching oh. the foe, April Northwest 25th. of America. Saturday, April 25th. If you live in Seattle, Portland, Tacoma, Eugene, those kind of places, and you play Malifaux and you're looking for an event, I am running my first ever three-round gaining ground style tournament. Woo. I am running. You shouldn't You shouldn't limit yourself, though, really. What? Why? You shouldn't be like, oh, only if you're in Seattle or Portland or no, whatever if you other towns. From... UK people from Australia, whatever. Japan, I don't care. More than welcome to come. H- Hawaii, yeah. Drive your boat Japan. over to <laughs> Canada. You can get people who actually like know how to say "karai" right. Yeah, it's true. You can get people who know how to say "karai" correctly. <laughs> oh my oh, god! That would be so weird. Oh, you oh, know, it's really, there, there was an episode where Ian, uh, the episode where Ian and Dan were talking about. Um, uh, 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 Ten Thunder, Ten Long. They're talking about. Oh, it was Misset. Uh, yeah. So they're talking about. Um, but it was Outcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. It was Outcast, and they were talking about. Oh God, do I have the card in front of me so I can actually look at it? They're like, how do you how do you say ten the ten weapons of what now? I don't actually. 
Coverty. <laughs> Rudy would probably know. Yeah, Coverty. Right, Rudy would probably know. Um, oh, hold on. Let me see if I can grab it. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah. Never mind. It is very difficult. WXU. It's super yeah, it Jew. <laughs> Yushu. Because the, the X typically makes a... Okay, here you go. This is for the, okay, the, grammo, no. the, grammo, the grammophological nerds. Please stop. The, the X makes a, a voiced ZH, which is oh, sort of no. like an SH, but with a tone, so it's like a <laughs> noise. Oh, no. <laughs> Ian is probably throwing his phone across the room right now. <laughs> I just took my glasses off. <laughs> Okay. I had to take them off. Fun fact. So, I'm doing a tournament on the 25th at Guardian Games. Um, Wait. What? You're going to compete with Joe's tournament? Uh, is, is the Michigan Open on the 25th? Of April, yeah. What? All right. All right. Yes, I'm, I'm competing with the Michigan Open. I guess I'm not going to make it out to your tournament, Rudy. That's okay. I didn't expect you to anyway. I was planning on it, but... I did not realize I was competing with the Michigan Open. <laughs> All right. Maybe no, I should change good. my. I, awesome, I should change, I could change my date. No, you it's fine. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> if you do, you got to do it after actually during the summer when I could actually go, not All jokingly. Right. But no, no, we should totally. No, uh, that's like, great, if you though. can come out, we can totally organize an event or something. That's Just give me some, me. give me some headway, and I'll, and I'll, we'll figure it out. I have never been to the Portland area, so... You absolutely should. It's awesome out here. I heard it's like spring all the time. Is that true? Well, it is spring all the time, but our spring is usually typically rainy, so we are rain it's rainy all the time. No, oh, yeah, that's not I know. Um, actually, right now we're having really lovely weather. It's it's sunny. There's a little bit of rolling clouds. Um, I didn't even... I wore a hoodie today instead of you know a coat or anything. Yeah. And I ended up taking that off because it was too warm. Wow. Okay. Clean slate. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mistakes Were Made podcast. You can reach us by email at mwmpodcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at, at mwmpodcast. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Or, <laughs> or more whatever. <laughs> Good night. Good enough. <laughs> I said it wrong. I said mistakes were made. gmail.com, which is not not at all correct. Yeah. In fact, most of our stuff I think is MWM podcast at yada yada yada. Do you check the Gmail? Occasionally, yeah. Okay, mostly, I never, mostly never it's just. Um, I'll check it right now on air. Why not? Yeah, what if Twitter Twitter notifications? And uh, um, Pod Podbean people are following you, following you, following you, following you, following you, following you, following you. Yep. Rob Drew sending us stuff back on the 11th. So yeah. So if Rudy doesn't edit this, and you guys send us an email, that'd be all right. Stories to warn me of the dangers that were laying before me. To keep it in a rest, and she would hide the lesson. To guide my direction, provide the right message. In time, I
I developed a sense of her embellishment Since I was rebellious against what she was telling me When I was a teen I pretended that my demons were friends I defended the place, yo and that was the case Slurred speech tripping off of my face The world creeped as I slipped to the awfulest place You could imagine, not the average things you see on acid My granddad bloody hovering on a speaker cabinet Laughing in a raspy tone Covered in maggots, a snack on his mask to the bone I couldn't grasp it, did it double dismount